escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad, ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And that was there with on PM Express. And in the last uh, one week, there's a lot of conversation around the limited voter registration exercise. But in the last 48 hours, another angle has emerged around the same controversial registration exercise, which has pitched the Electoral Commission against Parliament. And we are asking that fundamental question. This conflict that has emerged between the Electoral Commission and Parliament, is it the real reason why the limited voter registration currently happening may leave many unregistered. If you listen to the Electoral Commission, they believe this conflict is the reason why people may be unregistered. And we'll hear from the EC chairperson shortly because he raises questions about budget. He raises questions about Parliament's refusal to approve the CI. That means that when they had planned roll out this particular process, they had planned it to be continuous, which means that you didn't have to do it within a certain period of time, not in 14 days, not in 21 days, but continuous. So you can wait and walk to the EC's offices any time of your choosing and do it. But because Parliament did not approve that CI, that budget wasn't there to do what everybody's asking for. And so this is what they can do within the constraints because they have not budgeted for it because Parliament didn't allow them to proceed with what the initial plan was. Okay, so is that the real problem here? We're going to dissect that for you tonight, and let's do that, because there's a few things that I want to draw to, uh, bring to your attention. And I'm just talking about the, the CI uh, there, and Mamalan Jiminsa articulates that quite eloquently, because he has some six months this year to register voters at any time of, of your choice, right? And that CI was, was going to be laid out and indeed make it possible for people to do this. If you look at the 2023 limited voter registration exercise, the EC's reaction has been very strong, right? They made the point that a new CI proposes continued registration in district offices, right? And that's what I was explaining earlier, which is the fact that you can walk in any day and, and do your thing, and so you don't have to struggle. And, and this is also not the only registration exercise that will happen prior to the 2024 elections, because the EC had said next year, you will have another registration exercise. Now, they are only saying that because they are anticipating that Parliament will play ball and pass the CI, this controversial constitutional instrument, that will make it possible for this to happen. Now, the big question is, what if Parliament doesn't do it? What if? Because it may eventually come to the plenary for a vote. And there's a lot of uncertainty around that. But EC is banging his hope and saying that, listen, anybody who is unable to register in the limited registration exercise currently for the uh, district-level elections. Don't worry. Next year, 
we'll have another round for you. But that is dependent on that ECI passing, right? So that's a very important point to do. And then secondly, in difficult-to-access areas, the EC says they will identify the areas and, and do a mop-up. But that mop-up may not happen this year, right? And that's another key thing here. Because if you're talking about 2024, what about the district-level elections? Now, also, EC does not intend to disfranchise anyone. This has been the EC's fundamental response to all the key questions uh, that had emerged over time. Now, and I find this also interesting because if you look at the target that EC sets itself when it came to how many people they wanted to register in this exercise, initially, it was 1.35 million. And then this was revised down to 700,000. We don't know exactly why yet, but the EC itself has been realistic in targets as far as how many people they want to, to, to register. And they've given themselves the three-week period to do this. And they are confident that they will meet this target. This um, 700,000 people, they will meet it. The locations, as you know, is 268 uh, district centers across the country. What do you need? Passport, driver's license, national identification card, existing voter identification card, and two guarantees. And that is where the controversy has been. However, if the CIA is passed, though, you're not going to have this. You're not going to have the... Um, the national identification card from the NI as a sole document. And this, is, this versus this is where Parliament is not willing to play ball because Parliament is congregating around this. Allow the guarantor system. But the EC had said that many, many people have been arrested abusing this particular process. And what is happening in the limited registration exercise is the proof that you need this to get the system right which is the EC's fundamental argument. But now you can use any of this to do your, your registration exercise. Now, we've also heard from uh, my good friend, uh, Dr. Suribor Kwaku on this, uh, and those hard-to-reach areas, he says, uh, they'll find a way to ask the district offices for registration. Uh, he says, well, for next year, you have to wait for next year uh, for your turn. As I've explained earlier, EC is very determined uh, and more concerned about the sanctity of the voters register, not just quantity. It also has to be really good and stand the test of time. Now, the, the Commission shall also revise the register of voters annually and may revise the register of voters for each electoral area within the period that the Commission shall determine, which is, in essence, the current CI that, that exists that the EC is, is working with, a CI 91 Regulation 30. And that is the basis for what we're seeing right now, and that the, the Commission, indeed, shall also designate registration centers for the purpose of registration. So they have the sole right, sole authority, to designate these centers. And they shall designate any place it considers appropriate. And that's why you see places under trees, etc., where people go and vote. Now, in designating the place, however, it, it, it had to do a few things. It shall take into consideration, one, the suitability of the place for use as a polling station. They also have to consider the accessibility of the place and then also consider uh, the accessibility of the place. Accessibility, as defined uh, by some, is distance. It's another key thing, right? And that is what the issue had been, that when you look at accessibility, a lot of the places that they've chosen is inaccessible because of distance. But is that really the case, considering what the EC plans to do next year, getting more people involved? Now, if you look at the limited voter registration exercise, by the way, and I, I find this particular graph here very interesting because when we started on day one, we have 12,000 people registering just on day one. And then on day two, we have 26,000 people registering. 
On day three, we have 28,000 people registering. On day four, 30. And one, as we go along, you see that the numbers gradually increases, with the exception of the slight drop on day four. But if you go to day five, then it jumps again to 42,000. And you go to day six, uh, 42,000, slight increase also. And then the last day of day seven, 46,000. So it is a gradual climb that shows up irres irrespective of the concerns that you've heard from the minority, of the concerns that you've heard from some civil society organizations. You have a situation where many more people in incrementally are turning out to register to the point where we are currently standing at 229,470 people in just seven days. Now, if you do the maths, comparing this number, the overall figure on day seven, to the target of 700,000, they've so far done 32% of that 700,000 in just one week. If you do that math, the conclusion is EC is well within time to meet its target. And this is incontrovertible. If they are well within time to meet its target, then what is really the concern of the minority and the civil society groups? Because the target is even 1,000. They are within time. They've done 32% already in the first week alone. With two weeks to go, they are well within time. So the people they've targeted all will be registered and possibly even more if you go according to this. Assuming this climb is maintained. And so that is an assumption there that you have to factor into the equation. Now, this is for me a very important point uh, to observe as, as we proceed. And another thing that we also picked up on uh, in, over time, in terms of building the, the historical trends in this, the, the, the numbers have consistently gone up, and you expect that as we go into the 2024 elections, you see another jump in the numbers, because every year it goes up. Every year it goes up. And in the years, and this is interesting, the years where the voter turnout tends to, tends to dip below 70%, you have a change in government. And so you begin to see that, if you see in percentage terms, it tells you the story. Right? And so that's a key thing we are going to watch in terms of when you come to turn out. That will, that will tell you a story. But in terms of just people registering, a lot of people register. But when it comes to turning out, the link between registering and actually showing up to vote, that is one that we'll watch very closely here on your election headquarters. So you begin to see the issue. What really is the EC's point? EC says, well, if anybody's got, not going to be registered, revising our target from the one... Uh, million plus to 700,000, we had to consider our budget. And Parliament is, was really at the heart of frustrating that process that would have allowed everybody else at your own convenient time going out there to vote. Is that the case? And how can Parliament, does Parliament first accept that blame? And how will they fix it? My guess after this. All of a sudden, my voice, I hear different. And when you try a call, Bama, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one? Black Rock Whiskey. Honey Whiskey. Shale, honey, dear Frau. Black Rock Whiskey is strong. Now, so test me a smooth. And it goes down easy. Excuse me. Bama! Bama! Bring my friend one Black Rock Whiskey. Black Rock Whiskey, blended with natural honey flavor. 
Blackrock whiskey, Tabby, the feel is smooth, national. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working satisfaction. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Why? Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to demonstrate to you the superior properties of flamingo paint as compared to other paint brands on the market. We take equal quantities of flamingo paint and this ordinary paint. We then dilute them with water. And now, let the test begin. The gentleman on the left is going to apply the ordinary paint and the gentleman on my right will use the flamingo superior paint. As you can clearly see, flamingo has the obvious better hiding. Furthermore, flamingo has painted a much larger area you know one bucket of flamingo paint is equal to several buckets of any other paint brand on the market flamingo paint is made with superior formulation to give superior durability superior hiding superior coverage flamingo paint simply superior I came home earlier than I normally would that fateful Monday after work. And to my surprise, I saw my husband and my mother having sex in our living room. I had always suspected my wife. I felt she had something doing with my little brother. And I walked into a room one day, and there they were, making out. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. And this is my blood brother. A husband who is a banker will not have sex with me because I denied him my anus. Is he gay? I've been wondering. What is your story? What secret is eating you up? Why are you having continual sleepless nights? Do you need help? Share your story on our powerful new series, 
why real people share their deepest secrets on Prime Morning beginning this September. Drop your stories on our WhatsApp number 055-157-5757. Remember, a problem shared is a problem half solved. And every problem has a solution. Who is the good? Ghana Jollof or Nigeria Jollof? Ghana Jollof has no co-equal. The smell alone. Oh my god. Oh, that shit. You took a lie, eh? Now they save you when they use Google Lens and then they go put them for top. Oh, you are lying. Ghana Jollof. of goats may differ in football, music, and jollof. Alomo Betis always brings us together. Alomo experience greatness in every moment. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 and recommended to pregnant women. This advert is FDA approved. About one third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year. Mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs. Again, as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now. To avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS.
Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface on it. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. what parliament is doing or not doing, and which may leave many unregistered. We are all aware the commission prepared a draft CI for continuous registration in all district offices nationwide. This initiative started last year. And the registration we were envisaging under the draft CI was for a sustained long-term basis. Indeed, had the CI passed, we would have had some six months this, month, this year to register voters 
at any time of their choice. And I like to repeat it, that had the CI passed, we would have had some six months to register voters at any time of their choice in our district offices throughout the country. In this regard, ladies and gentlemen, our 2023 budget and work plan were prepared along those lines. Our 2023 work plan and budget was based on a continuous registration of voters in our district offices nationwide. We did not factor electoral area registration in our 2023 work plan and budget. Hence, our adoption of this method in line with our budget and our work plan, as well as our long-term plan and vision. I mean, Roxanne Nelson, you are a member of parliament. Do you accept the responsibility, the blame for what has happened? Hello, Roxanne, please unmute for me. Okay. Uh, Let's let bring in Andy Apiakubi. Of course, he, he joins us now also on the line. Uh, he is the ranking member on the Subsidiary Legislation Committee. Mr. Apiakubi, you had the, the EC chairperson there. What, what do you say to what you just heard? Yes, uh, thank you very much and uh, very good evening. Um, yes, uh, the issue, as we all know, is a constitutional creation, which is totally an independent institution. And in the matter of the CI, uh, the issue has made a proposal to the parliament. They have had a pre-laying conference, and we have agreed on most of the issues except one of the identification of the applicant as a Ghanaian, in which case the EC proposes to use the national identification card, or otherwise called a gather card, as the only means of identification. And this is where we have uh, some members of parliament disagreeing. And indeed, we have had discussions on this back and forth, and... Uh, there were prayer for the issue to consider other forms of identification, including even the guarantee uh, system. But the issue, for reasons it alluded to us, is not in a position to accept that proposition and think that the use of the uh, national education card is the only one that it prefers to use having adduced a lot of justification to that. Uh, so this is where we are. Uh, the EC as an independent institution, don't forget, we cannot affect the content until it comes to Parliament and Parliament decides to uh, reject it by a two-thirds majority. And before we get there, uh, you know, as an independent institution, we have the right I mean, but, but, you, but, you had, but you had the EC chairperson. He says they had, they had planned that Parliament would have approved this last year to allow them the chance and opportunity to do uh, it on a continuous basis. And because you didn't do that, you've left them uh, pretty short change. The way that the budget is affected, unable to roll it out on a more continuous basis. Why hasn't this CI been passed yet? 
Well, uh, as far as I know, uh, we have had extensive discussion on it uh, in preliminary conferences. And having come to the position that we have right now, I personally don't see any reason why it cannot be made. And indeed, myself, I have been questioning why the EC hasn't brought uh, the CI in the form and shape that it has now. And let Parliament take a decision on that. Uh, I've heard people say that uh, Parliament is frustrating the EC in laying its CI. Parliament doesn't have any power to frustrate the constitutionally mandated institution to lay its CI. Parliament doesn't have it. Maybe it's uh, about consultation between Parliament and EC that has solved the filing. But I don't think that Parliament has any power to frustrate the issue in Parliament yeah. So <clears throat> I will not accept the fact that the Parliament has not allowed issue to file the CI. And they probably have to come out with a better explanation why it hasn't been filed. As far as I'm concerned, we are waiting for the filing of the CI well, for it to continue the process of. Mr. Pepper, you, 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 say, you say that it's not Parliament that is frustrating the process, but the... I say Parliament doesn't have the power to frustrate the electoral commission. Yeah, but you say you don't, but the EC chairperson is very, very convinced that this whole delay is because of Parliament. Well, uh, it's because of probably uh, discussing even beyond the pre-laying conference. Because I've been part of the pre-laying conference. And at a point where we agree that it ought to be filed, I don't see why it cannot be filed. If the EC is experiencing some frustration in the process of filing, EC may go to court to seek others that will be compelling on the parliament uh, to facilitate the filing. For me, I have not seen any uh, frustration on the part of uh, parliament in the filing of the or delay of the CI. If it is true that um, somebody is protesting, then somebody is undermining the independence of the authority uh, of the committee, and it ought to be brought to the book. But for me, I don't have any evidence of any such uh, frustration. That is why I'm saying that Parliament not having any power to tell me, I cannot say that Parliament is doing that. So if Parliament is really in the any of any person who is frustrating issues, I would say that prior constitution, my understanding is that nobody has any such authority. So if it becomes difficult for them, they can resort to court for interpretation. Mm. Mr. Wating, where do, where do you stand on this question? This conflict that the EC has isolated as a real basis for this particular challenge is pitched them against Parliament. Is that a fair characterization of the problem that Parliament is to blame for this as the EC has articulated? Good evening to your viewers and good evening to the other gentlemen. Actually, you want to find out whether Parliament has a case. Uh, what is taken out currently has got to do with the mode of identification of individuals who will be registered. And we know that everybody hasn't got a Ghana card yet. 
And I remember when this uh, conversation, you know, came up. Uh, I stand to correction, but I can recall that we couldn't get a firm assurance from the NIA that it was in a capacity to deliver and give everybody who wanted to get a Ghana card a copy. We also know that there have been challenges involving some people whose card, who have already gone in for the card and there have been difficulties. They have been asked to go to their district centers. They go there, they are not able to get it. They are asked to go to the regional centers. There were times that some people complained that they even had to come to Accra to change the Ghana card. So we have these challenges there. So I like to believe that Parliament representing the good people of Ghana did the right thing by insisting that at least we shouldn't necessarily stick to the Ghana card. Let's get some other means for any other person who wants to register, but you know, for one or other reasons hasn't got a Ghana card. So I don't think uh, this is an unreasonable position by the I think we're taking the interest of the you know of the Ghanaian who need not be constrained in any way by anything from the Ghanaian state to participate in the political process. So I think that was a fair position by the parliament to take. Okay. So where we are now, there are there is a real concern around disenfranchisement. That is the very fundamental constitutional human right. EC had a target of over a million people. Revises to 700,000, which means that in, that in itself, you can read a lot into that and say, well, that is an admission that they are constrained. And then you hear the EC chairperson say, we have budget concerns. That will necessarily lead to some people not getting an opportunity. EC then says, well, we'll mop up. We'll come to areas that uh, we can't reach. But that will happen next year. Again, an admission that for at least the district-level elections, there may be people who may be disenfranchised, right? If you, if, you look, if you examine all that, who takes the blame on this one? You know, this issue, you, 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 you get some understanding that um, the EC is becoming an interested actor in this whole thing. Because uh, it appears to be following the cases that people bring up. It's not necessarily taking a proactive you know, uh, a position on that and, and going ahead to try to address some of the concerns. The budgetary concerns the EC raises is an interesting thing because uh, the argument there is that had the CI been passed, then we will have six months to go through the whole exercise and that the budget we made took into consideration and understanding that uh, the CI was going to be passed. I mean, why do you go ahead of yourself and take things for granted when, right from the very word go, uh, civil society organizations, political party organizations, greater members of the Ghanaian society raise concerns about the chances of some people not getting the opportunity to register if we stick to the uh, the Ghana card alone, right from the very way to go, these issues came up. And then you go ahead and tell yourself that, you know, uh, we, 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 we premise our actions on a CI being passed. 
you get an impression that you know someone is using that even to blackmail the people of Ghana. You, 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 you get that impression. You get an impression that you know the, the the organization has become an interested you know actor in, in, in a way in not getting people you know to to, to exercise their uh, fundamental rights you know and 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 coming up with all sort of uh, uh, reasons that you I mean that appear to some of us as afterthoughts. You know, people come out with concerns, and then they look at it, and then come up with reasons. But right from the very word go, they didn't cite this case of budgetary concern. They did it. It's only, I, I, I mean, people came up with various challenges, establishing a very strong case for, I mean, against the ECs, even current stance that is taken to the district offices. And it, it's, it's clear that, I mean, there are some, you know, areas that, Many people will not have the opportunity, and it, it's interesting that we 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 have in mind, you know, some specific areas. Here, here you can see, here you can see for practical challenges. Many people are not going to be able to go to the district center to register. They yeah. simply don't have. Yeah, but 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 the, but the EC but the, but the EC had said, and I want to bring in Robson's family point to the conversation. The EC says, yes, I mean, if if you are one of those affected, don't worry, we'll mop it up. We'll mop it up next year. Let me bring in Ross in the film who joins us now. He's, uh, he's also on the uh, Constitutional Legal Affairs uh, Committee in Parliament, uh, and he is on the NDC side. I mean, Roxing earlier, um, Andy Apiakubi, who is a ranking on the on the Subsidiary Legislation Committee, was very clear that when the EC complains about being frustrated by Parliament, no MP Parliament cannot frustrate them. They can actually go to court and enforce and get a call to interpret the constitutional provision because the, the parliament cannot stand in the way of a, of a CI. But the EC chairman is, is very convinced that if, if you had done your jobs and allow the uh, passage of the CI, the current complaints you are currently putting out there, there'll be no need for it because people would have had all the time in the world to register in a continuous voter registration exercise. You shot yourselves in the foot, did you not? At least the NDC has been the most vocal critics of this electoral commission and this limited voter registration exercise. But if you had played ball and allowed the CI to pass, you wouldn't have had any concerns about people being disenfranchised in the registration exercise. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to God that I, I have the opportunity to speak to this matter tonight on your show. And, and I beg of you, when, if you ask the question, allow us to answer. Don't run commentary. We never shot ourselves in the foot. First of all, the EC, the EC commissioner and her deputies, they lied against the institution of parliament. And this is how. Sometime in November 2022, after the 2023 budget was read, the AC came to Parliament with what, what they called medium-term expenditure framework, as well as its budgetary expenditure for 2023. The NTEP runs from 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026 as its work program. Parliament never tinkered with even us in that work program. In addition to that, Parliament approved the budget that the EC asked for. The EC actually asked for as much as 
Um, 386,047,606 Ghana cities at this budget for 2023. Out of that budget, Evan, the AC specifically asked for 56,059,846 Ghana cities. As the budget for eight continuous registration, and that is the language of the CR, the AC never needs a new law in order to carry out its mandate, as this present registration has demonstrated. The position of the minority has always been that you don't need a new law to carry out your mandate. What does the existing law say about registration? If you go to CI 91, Regulation 2, which is on registration center. Regulation 2, sub-regulation 1A, speaks of the fact that the AC can conduct registration at each district offices. Now, in sub-regulation 2.2, it says that the AC in designating other registration centers may take certain factors into consideration, especially access and convenience. Now, in sub-regulation 2, sub-regulation 4 of CI-91, as amended by CI-126, Parliament was very clear that in granting that discretion to the Electoral Commission to designate additional registration centers, it could be abused. So what did Parliament do? Parliament said, you must take into consideration the existing gazetted polling stations, when you want to consider additional registration centers in the district. So in other words, you must designate the district office as well as the existing polling stations in the various electoral areas as your registration center. You have come for money. Parliament never deducted a pessoal from the 50 something million that you ask. Then you wake up at some time in September 2023 and say that Parliament didn't do its work. Quit work. Quit work. The answer that you brought. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura nueva Ram 1500 hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC there was no mention of a certain CI which is yet to be passed your framework was based on the work that you want to do this year 2024, 2025, 2026 we didn't prepare that that framework for the electoral commission you brought it to Parliament, and we approve it for you. So no member of Parliament is happy about the utterances of the new of, of the EC regarding Parliament, claiming that Parliament didn't do it well. What did what did EC want to do with the new CI? The EC wanted to say in the new CI that apart from the Ghana card, 
which is only one source of identification document in the existing CI. No other document should suffice. But you see, she's forgotten. She's, she's refused to read the Constitution. And that's Article 50. The power to enact the regulations for the operation of the EC lies with Parliament. It doesn't lie with EC. EC does not regulate itself. You are supposed to implement laws passed by Parliament. And Parliament says that if you do that, you are going to put the people who come to the registration centers at a lot of distress. So we, as, as, as the power of legislation that is supposed to make the laws, we won't do that for you. Why is the fight in this? Mm. Why, why does the minister want to run the electoral commission as a sole proprietorship? We are parliament. We say that we will not enact that kind of legislation so that you go and identify people with only Ghana card. And then you go to town and you are talking ill about parliament. So yeah. it is never true that parliament didn't do its work. It is never true that parliament didn't approve budget for her. It is never true that parliament didn't approve its program of, of acting for her. We have approved every single program she brought to parliament. We never took a special, we never deducted a special from all the figures she brought to parliament. We shouldn't blame parliament for her incompetence. Well, well Bar Barak Singh, he laid the foundation for what she said. The EC was planning for this year, and they had anticipated that Parliament will approve the CI. As, where are we with the CI, by the way, um, as okay, far Evan, as this process Evan, is concerned? You have asked the question, so let me answer you. Anticipation of an approval does not constitute an approval. If you, if you anticipate that Parliament will approve a certain proposal you brought to Parliament, does not constitute the fact that you can assume that Parliament has approved of that proposal and therefore you can proceed to act on it. Why is he not, why is he not conducting the present registration based on the, the supposed CI that should go to Parliament? Because it's not been approved. Mm. So the law that he's working with now is actually CI 91 as amended by CI 126, which, is, which has always been the position of the minority and the NDC that that is the law that is sufficient for registration to be done. Do you know what is done? The, the law mandates to conduct a continuous registration. That is the language of the law. She has decided to name it a limited registration. Parliament didn't enact a law about limited registration. Parliament says that allow every person, even if your nephew, if your nephew turns 18 years tomorrow, Parliament enacted the law to be able to enable him to walk into a district office... Yeah, office but, but, that's, but that's, exact, that's exactly what they're doing right now. No, 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 no. That's not what she's doing. What she's doing is limited registration. That is registration that is conducted on periodic basis. Yes, but, but during the limited period, everybody, once you qualify, can go and register. But, but that is not the law. That is not the law that Parliament enacted for her. Parliament says, open your district office every day. Allow people to walk in. People are celebrating birthdays every yeah, day. But, but, but then, but, well, how, Ivan, but you, you must Ivan, fund, you Ivan, must fund Ivan, that. Ivan, Roxing, Roxing Ivan, the, the reality Ivan, is... Don't be, you, don't you be must, a CRO for you, you me. Must, you, must fund, you must fund that, and then you, that, that definitely, that you're, you're definitely out of order by talking about somebody being a PR. You are out of I'm order. I'm asking, I'm asking a question. My job okay. here is to ask the question, and then your job okay. is to answer. I'm asking you. You're saying you do control registration. 
That will yes. cost more than limited registration. Where is the funds for that? And you are parliament, so you control the purse. We don't control the purse. Well, you we, approve. You approve. There's no, nobody can approve. spend a dime on, in this country Evan, without parliament's approval. Evan, Evan, we, nobody, no parliament has tinkered with the EC's budget ever. So if you if you have the opinion that it is continuous registration that will let you serve the people better, bring the appropriate relevant budget for parliament and defend it before parliament for parliament to approve for you. Don't come and ask for a certain million millions of Ghana cities and go back and say that it is not sufficient for me to be able to conduct continuous registration. In any case, isn't the EC operating a twenty a, 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 a five seven 24 hours around the clock district offices with the district director of elections every day at post from Monday to Friday. Don't they have offices at district offices? So why is this that she cannot, cannot demand that persons who said 18 every day can walk in and have themselves registered? That has always been the law that parliament enacted. Not what she's doing. Hmm. Roxy, stay with me. Let me bring in Pierre Kubi because somehow this has to be resolved. Um, the CI uh, in question, the only controversial subject in it is whether or not to use the Ghana card as the SOA identity document, which is the fundamental, the controversial point. Um, and, and Pierre Kubi, I want to clarify this point because before Parliament went on recess, there appeared to have been a consensus on both sides of the aisle that the EC must include the guarantor system. Does that still hold? First and foremost, uh, who determines whether or not the laws are adequate? Uh, it is no parliament, no body, no institution, no person has any right to interfere in the work of this because it's a constitutionally created independent institution. And if uh, Roxy says that the laws are adequate. It, it doesn't mind this map. It is EC alone that is mandated to enact laws uh, in respect of electoral processes and electoral registration and you know, electoral reforms and all that. And therefore, if at any point in time EC thinks that it is necessary to amend existing laws to suit the present circumstances, it is only easy that can do that, not Parliament. And all that Parliament... With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. To do would be to either accept or reject the enactment as it comes. We cannot even affect the content of that enactment. And in that case, Parliament doesn't even have power to insist that EC must do A or B. No. It is that it needs to bring the bill, uh, the, the, the enactment, and it doesn't pass our test as parliament. We need two tests of parliamentary majority to reject it. But not for us to suggest we can advise.
But even for the case of um, uh, Ghana, Liga, no, Ghana Bar Association versus Atomic Gender. He said, if you consult, the consulting decision is not binding. And therefore, whatever we would tell the Electoral Commission will be our suggestion to the Electoral Commission. It is not binding on the Electoral Commission. So nobody can insist that uh, you have to include this or that into the enactment. So if we bring it as we think it, subject to circumstances, all we have to do is to go under Article 11.7 and they'll be rejected by Peter's majority. Or let it pass. So we don't have the luxury of restricting or making suggestions and uh, demanding that A and B must be inserted or saying that even the law is adequate. We don't have that luxury because it is only the issue that has the constitutional mandate to do anything about the enactment in respect of our uh, electoral process. So uh, some people are seeking to play to the gallery and saying that we have, it is not reasonable to include it or to eliminate it. Who decides what is reasonable? Mm. It is not about reasonability. It is about constitutionality. So if you have a constitutional power to say that you must include it before it passes. You have a constitutional power to say that it, we will not allow it to lay. You don't have it. So mm. all that the constitution gives you as another independent body, the parliament of Ghana, is for you to vote against it and vote it out. Okay, and I want to bring oh, in. I just, I just have a couple of minutes to wrap up on it. Let me, let me quickly pick the thoughts of Roxing on that point you just made there. Roxing, do you accept that you have no say in this until it comes to the plenary for a vote? Uh, I, I, I'm very sorry that my senior at the bar and uh, my colleague in parliament will speak in the manner that they are just speaking with respect of Article 50 of the Constitution. Let me, Evan, for, for, for purposes of uh, uh, our, our listening, the, the constitutional instrument, which is supposed to contain the regulations that will govern the activities and operations of the Electoral Commission, is not enacted by the Electoral Commission. It is not. So my, my senior thought it's wrong in law. It is Parliament that will enact that regulation for the EC to implement. Parliament has been questioning the EC to show to Parliament where the lapses are in CI-91 and CI-126, the present governing legislation for its work. EC has, has not been able to show. So Parliament is saying that then you cannot call upon me to effect the kind of amendment you are asking for. In fact, if we, if, if, if we carry the amendment you are asking us to do by passing the new CI, you will actually be adversely affecting the fundamental rights of the people. You'll be conscripting it. Mm. But they have gone ahead to implement it technically, and that is all we are seeing. Yeah, okay. So, I mean... so my brother and my senior and the Apia Totally wrong with this matter in terms of law and procedure. Well, the EC does not does not regulate itself. It is part.
we are not interfering in the work of the EC. Well, I mean, Roxing and Afiapiaki, with the beauty of this is eventually Parliament will have the final say when it comes to the plenary, if it must come to the plenary uh, for a conversation. Roxing, thank you. And we thank you very much. And also, I uh, had earlier who joined us uh, in the middle there, helping us assess this. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.